0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening folks. This is gonna be the night's order. I wanted to do a episode because it's been a little while and I get into modes where I'm just gathering, gathering, gathering information from day to day and not really doing anything else, but Studying and studying and studying and taking in information and writing in my notepad. Just that's all I'm doing from day to day, and not even getting a chance to hardly meditate. I would meditate for a little while, and then I'll get distracted, you know, with family things or going going to work, you know, stuff like that. And uh, also, then you get tired and I'm looking into how, how to use my sleeping hours as productive as possible far as remembering dreams, going into dreams, lucid dreams, stuff like that. Right. And yeah, so I I do want to give y'all some more, more information on me, more of a a moment for me to express myself and to uh, say that I said it. Instead of always just in my head being said, um, like I said before, I have nothing against um, different sex and what people are practicing because um, the more I'm diving into what where I want to go far spiritually, the more baggage or or stains that I have on myself, and I notice that people like to be neutral as possible be as as uh not even undecided yeah undecisive as the word as possible so that they don't feel like they're cornered they don't feel like they're 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 making a a bad decision Yeah, as far as politics people feel like oh i'd rather not say because there's bad things about both sides and people feel that way about spirituality and i used to be like always trying to be as neutral and and I do get into that little mode when I'm researching because I, I want to keep myself open as possible to to any possibility so with with me being open it's not like I'm able to shut things out per se because there there are some uh, points and nuances in in all arguments that that, that under the right perspective you could gain some insight then you can get some understanding. And that, that goes for a, a, a lot of things in, in, in life, I notice. So um, I'm, I'm not um, downing anybody that worship gods or worship male deities. I do get a sense that a lot of guys out there that do practice are a bit suspicious of guys who practice uh, female deities deities and entities and uh a lot of it will be directed socially like as you you yourself as a man you must be impotent or um you you lack the natural testosterone or the lack lack the natural male brain side of you to pursue masculinity spiritually and uh that that made me and it caused me to be open because I was only and really looked forward to interacting with the female deities and the goddesses and um give y'all the long story short it's taken me a little while to come around to um male deities and male spirits and um it's also opening me up to how, how I perceive, uh, Christianity, not saying that I'm practicing it or I'm trying to fuse whatever I want into Christianity, but it's causing me to not also bash Christianity as much, if, uh, if you will. So, um, uh, you know, I, I did tell you all a little bit, but it's sort of like I, I forgot what I said in the last two episodes. It's also like, dang, you made two episodes, but I don't think I really talked about anything hardcore. I was just talking about where my mind is or where, I was, where I'm standing and where I'm going. And um, also what I wanted to bring up is that, you know, people ask me, like I just said, with males and they will say why why are you following these female goddesses the next thing is what people wonder or speculate why do certain people feel a certain way far as sadness loneliness depression suicide and they're like if you're not feeling that way you're you're doing something good you're on the right path spiritually you you're doing what you need to do and that if you're feeling you know those feelings I just said, then then you're obviously not. And I, I just wanted to say that just because you might meditate or eat certain foods or have a certain you know uh, my aspect for is interacting socially doesn't mean you're totally oblivious or, or you will never run into sadness, depression, suicide, etc., anxieties. That that's that's unbelievable. And, um, what, what makes, what made me tackle this, this, uh, idea was on a Christian side. I know a lot of people hear that (laughs) Christians or even pastors would commit suicide. And the only answer the Christians could say is they wasn't right with the Lord. They wasn't this, they wasn't that. And I was like, you know what? People feel the way they feel and when you bottle up those feelings is bound to come back tenfold and even outside of that I, as respectfully as possible I can see why people could throw the same blame in the other sects of religion and spirituality Muslim commits suicide oh he wasn't right with Allah maybe the guy was right with Allah it is condescending for you to assume what somebody else is thinking or doing. I mean, even if you were the person's spouses or um, brother or sister, etc. because even, because I, I, I can honestly say this for as fact, even in my own family, somebody committed suicide like a year or two after marriage, or not even a year into marriage, something weird like that. And it just makes me think, that yes you can be oblivious to other people's feelings but on the other side you know what like, how you sleep in the same bed as these people you probably talk to them on the phone what you doing i'm about to come home this and that then you're in the house you you know like like so i'm i'm defending people who feel this way and then you got another side of the of the argument where people are, are damning these people for feeling this way. And and trying to put bars over their head on you gotta do this and you won't feel that way. And I'm I'm sure that people could feel that way when when they're in high productivity. You know, as far as these artists and these celebrities, we'd be surprised like how you know, why did they commit suicide? They're so gifted, they're so talented, you know? So it, it it's showing us that in all four corners of this argument, everybody feels it and everybody's subjected to those emotions. Everybody is, whether you're you're very busy or you got too much time in your hands, quote, unquote, because you, oh, you also hear that argument. People will say, oh, they committed suicide. You're feeling depressed because you have too much time in your hands. Now, what if the high productivity guy that was feeling that way, what, he needed more time in his hands for him to feel better? It's, it? I do agree that it has to be a balancing act. But I'm also disagreeing with people saying that if you feel this way, you're doing something wrong. And I don't think those feelings are wrong. I don't think... Human behavior per se is wrong, you know, (laughs) and that's a good way to bring it all back to spirituality. Spirituality, I believe, is human behavior. And if you're suppressing human behavior, are you human? I I think that's anti-human. I think, you know, our argument saying that banning elements of nature, you know, from consumption is unnatural. And I would say Touche if we can agree on that then let's agree at least for for the way people are thinking because that that's something powerful now that now now that i'm thinking about it it's one thing you want to ban certain you know plant and you, we could say yeah that's so natural it's just a plant, or this and that it's natural you know this etc right it's so mind-boggling that that we're on top of each other We're bashing, we're killing each other for the way each one of us are thinking and that's that's crazy that's ludicrous now that I think about it It's, it's, it's amazing, it's mind boggling so, you know after from coming up with those conclusions it gave me more fuel to pursue the spirituality that I need to ground myself and for me to 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 keep myself busy, but also for me to utilize, <clears throat> it would be foolish for somebody to ignore a method that could actually help them for the sake of social benefits. If these social benefits that you're clinging to aren't actually helping you, then it's time for you to make a change, regardless of the social consequences. That's what's really killing our society: social statuses and internet statuses. Internet statuses is social statuses. I, I will, I would somewhat lump them together. Somewhat, I will agree on that, guy. Somewhat, not all of them. So, it's it, it's food for thought, and as it, and it also really speaks volume to the type of person I am and how I'm functioning because at first I would damn myself just for being this thoughtful intellectual like philosophical like the way I'm approaching this it's like philosophically I'm, I'm very analytical in that case you know and I, I used to kill myself all the time for for even having this strength of mine then, then vice versa, having practical analytical knowledge, as far as geometry, algebra, practical US history, <clears throat> um, you know, the practical sciences, as far as biology, chemistry, etc. I used to kill myself for not knowing those. And, and 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 kill myself for 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 having an imagination and for having creativity and the more I'm pursuing spirituality the more they're suggesting creativity and imagination over the practical analytical things that that deem you intellectual in the social status and it's it's also a debate on both sides that thousands thousands of years ago We didn't have that much analytical, scientific knowledge and and, and, uh, applications. And we had a lot of spirituality stuff and some people might deem it futuristic or or, you know, progressive, you know, for 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 the betterment of our acceleration to go away from that spirituality. And other folks are saying, no, we must find a way to go back. I'm sort of feeling like we could carry all that into the future because the things <coughs> that I believe that makes our grandparents great can be used in our generation and it must be carried because there are civilizations that implemented such and such as far as like a waterways then another country or another nation, vice versa. So, so it's interesting whether you're going backwards in time or present day, there are certain knowledges that civilizations might have that previous one did. I mean that we might not have that another one did and they, they they run into those problems. And so so far as real analytical like actual things, like I just laid that down. So why, why can't we also be mature enough, you know, intellectually speaking, uh, with that, with that same approach, uh, spiritually. And somebody pointed out to me that it really is Christian nihilism. We want to be Christian, but we're very nihilistic about that. And we're very close minded about other sects and other ways to practice far as app- applying and uh, perceiving spirituality. We're, we're, we're very Christian nihilistic. And, and ever since that person said that I, I was mind blown and I have to nod my head to that idea because it's amazing how <clears throat> on one end, you could be totally tolerant Christianly about things, but the moment you will see just, just a little dagger or just some, you know, just a pen just a symbol it's, it's all the above that I mean, yeah, it's all the above that That is, that is bad And it's like, wow But you could be open-minded about How Christ Set a metaphor In order to teach you people In this modern You know, I, it sounds like I'm Christian, Christianity but I'm, I'm bashing the nihilism that's in it. The the self centeredness that's in it. And then on, on the other hand, Christians could be like, Yeah, we actually do respect Muslims because they're they're acknowledged in the Bible. There's an origin through Abraham and the and the Jews. And you know, even though Christians aren't Jews in they actual Christians that you know, they actually know they're not Jews. They're, they're, those are a different sect of Christians that actually believe they are the people in the bible Jews, you know that's that's something a little different though you know that i'm talking about but it, it's interesting it's interesting that they they could disagree to their practices but they won't acknowledge the virility of of their mind processes and applications to spirituality that's that's a slippery slope because to, to to be totally uh dismissive of, of other people's practices but still want to acknowledge them at your circle as far as somebody you should know is is really degrading it's, it's belittling <laughs> and it, it's crazy that that just another point that I'm analyzing because I can't speak that much about muscles I can't speak that much about Jews, honestly. So so that's why I'm more hinging off Christian uh, that, you know, on that perspective, because that's the only thing I can talk about. I've got I could confidently say that I got 20 years underneath my belt of of just overall experience and, and knowledge. So so what I'm trying to say is that. Hold on. You know, the terrible thing is I I really did lose that point, but it would be funny because I would think about the the point I wanted to say in a different episode. And it's like, you know, you want to keep all your ideas together, right? Because I I got derailed from thinking about something else that somebody brought to my attention that I, I just shouldn't be worried about. You know, there's just different things that that is a little beyond your, your control that, that they're trying to work, make you worry about this. it's like, that's, that's not even my business. That's not even my problem. So, um, <clears throat> I feel the need that I need to go back and, uh, go, go, go to the basics. First, my, my spirituality and, uh, why I even have this approach, it's not solely based off of a sect or religion or spirituality. That's why I'm giving it its own like little name and not calling it the Knight's Order a little bit. It doesn't stick with me, but far as what I could come up with so far sticking and for what I want to do with um, my spirituality, it it will fill in its place, honestly, because I, I like the way it rolls. It's sort of implying like a night far as, you know, going into battle, but it's actually spelled night as if the daytime. I do like the day. So that's why night sort of doesn't really stick with me. You know, after a good meal, I want to do some sunbathing. Oh, that's cool. That's cool that that I want to bring up. All right. Um, some people do have some I think all people have have some little little um like niche that that they're good at, whether it be physical, mental, or spiritual. And now that I think about, it, it might be a little hard to separate mental from spiritual. But hold on, it's not that hard. You got like a analytical mathematics, mental, and then you got people like me who have a knack, or at least an imagination, in um in um, spirit animals, in people's spirit animals. For some reason, I, I get a strong sense. If i you know, think about the person. Oh, ooh, I just thought about the point, the Christian point. It is a good thing <laughs> I, I'm not on a new episode. The Christians will proclaim that meditation on certain things, far as, you know, non-Christian elements or even yoga is bad. And it's like, what do you call praying? Especially if you're not praying out loud or in your head. You're just focusing on the Lord and trying to... You're still meditating. So, you know, that. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, just, just showing y'all the irony, guys, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. But anyway, um... <clears throat> that's my spiritual power. Uh, I, I would somewhat come up with an animal. That 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 the person represents to me, you know. I can't speak for as other people that claim to have that sense. And for me, I I'm I don't trust a lot, so I don't trust myself. Let's just say that. So when I'm viewing myself at what animal I am, it's sort of like, ah, oh, Jays, you're not that. You want to be that, but you're not that. So um, let's let's break it down. Far as uh, the people do I know, my dad, he's a bear. He has the spirit of a bear. His his body type also reflects the bear. You know, the body type also reflects what what I think the person might might be. Honest. You know, if it quacks like a duck, is probably a duck. That's that's how I'm taking my my spiritual guidance as far as animal spirits and people. I got that, I got that, like, strong sense. And, um, that, that's how I determine. I, I go with the flow. And, uh, people say that if it's natural, it's good for our spirituality. My mother, she's a cat. She, that I also get a sense that she's a cat. She, she's always had cats and we got cats in the house now. Not saying that we always had cats because I, I had a dog, fishes, Birds, yeah. Oh, snails, you know, just name it, gosh. So, um, everything but a snake. <laughs> my, my sister, She's she's the dog. Even though she could vibe with my mother and it would feel like she's a cat spirit, just like my mother. She's really the dog. Cautious, could be loud, has a lot of energy happy and that that's what dogs reflect just overall especially when they got companions around I myself I said it you know subliminally before I, you know a snake and it's sort of like James well you're not a snake you want to be a snake is because I had a fascination with snakes as a child and uh, just because you have a fascination with something doesn't mean that that you are. So, so I'm I'm taking this this as as slowly and as maturely as possible. And you know, it, it was it's also like a doctor diagnosing himself, you know. So I, I really want to see somebody else's opinion. So it's cool that I'm talking about spirit animals, and I, I'm, I'm I feel kind of comfortable about talking about this with y'all. Everybody wants to be the hawk. Everybody wants to be the wolf. Everybody wants to be the lion. Right. But that's not the case. We're also forgetting that there's birds. We're also, you know, other than the hawk, obviously. We're, we're, We're also forgetting that there's insects. And also reptiles. Like, for me. Some people would be like, James, like, you got cats in your house, you're vibing with cats, you're a cat person. And I respect them for that because I also debate with myself whether is my spirit animal a cat. Because uh, I'm, I'm good at mimicking, so copy cat, as far as a pun. But uh, snakes tend to mimic, and even as far as flying. And I'm like, I don't think cats try to fly, they will leap you know, for the bird up in the tree. So even when I saw the flying snake, it, it baffled me. It's like, holy smokes. Um, <clears throat> There's only about one wolf. Oh, actually there's two wolves that, that I ran into. Um, When I was working at a haunted mansion, there's this guy, they, they called him Wolf and he, he actually reflected a wolf, and there's all types of wolves you got the group alpha wolf and then you got the lone wolf my one of my close friends he's he's a he's a loner guy just like I am now I was on the phone with him like a yesterday not even a couple of days ago yesterday just vibing and I was just so grateful that that I still know him that that I could call him up and when he was still in Jersey, we would have long conversations and just vibing on all types of t- topics, and even not even just saying ditto, ditto. Just this this point of view or that point of view. That sort of reminds me of my other two friends, how they're so close but could have different opinions, and that's that's awesome. That's awesome when you have a friend like that. So. It took me a while for me to realize what spirit animal is. And he is the lone wolf. And not everybody's a lone wolf. It seemed like you'll get those really cool people that everybody likes them. Yeah, I'm the lone wolf. You're like, you're not a lone wolf because you're not alone. (laughs) You're like within the layers and layers of people swarming you. And you're the hype of popularity and this and that. You're, You're so trendy. That's not a lone wolf type of thing. Um also very very oddly when I ran into a, a dragon and no doubt about it, dragons are real because when I ran into that spirit I felt the power, the how large this person is and it wasn't like bad, it was like this dark Powerful energy This person First of all had all types of people around him That looked to him And just fed that And You know so so dragons They're all pow- oh, powerful people Oh my goodness And also I know some folks gonna hate me for this But when somebody was like Oh Kanye West was like Yeah Donald Trump got dragon he's, He got dragon energy And I got dragon energy And it's like yeah Y'all actually do, because that, that's what that's what the dragon reflects. You know, I'm not trying to say that all dragons are like that, because we got dragons that don't have wings. You got, yeah, you got the dragons that don't have wings. You got the dragons that don't breathe fire. You got the dragons with the arm... That, that's attached to the wing. And then you got the dragons that just got wings that separate from the arms. You got the dragon that's like a sea serpent. So there's all types of dragons out there. We call them it, right? You even got dragons that are intelligent and that can speak. Some people say all dragons could speak. And all dragons are intelligent. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, Have I ran into the lion? Yeah. Yeah, my cousin-in-law is a lion, and there's downsides to being the lion. Especially if you're not a lion of a kingdom, you're just a loner, you know, just uh, you know, not in the right place mentally type of lion. Or then again, that disposition of the lion is what makes the lion the lion. You know, because if if that lion is not his throne the lion is still gonna be the lion there's a tale saying that different animals in the jungle they're laughing at him and they attack his tail but once when that lion turns on he tears everybody to shreds it's over the hyenas the monkeys the giraffes yeah at first it's like yeah but don't forget that's the lion and you know all, all animals when they go over their sickness, even for the dragon, I can imagine. Burn a whole kingdom down, you know? <clears throat> um, Other animals, you know, I, obviously I ran into the birds. I got bird tattoos on me. It just makes me think like, oh, are you really a bird spirit? Because you're just such a, a free a flowing type of individual. And also second, it makes me think that I'm a bird is because I'm a cusp. And being a cusp also tripped me up because it's like choose one james because that's what other people are coaxing me they like no james you can't have a cheeseburger and a hot dog choose one you know they they will and it's hard for me to make choices what and i'm in any store just pacing back and forth it's hard for me to make a choice multiple choice questions on tests It's just hard for me to make a choice. When I saw the movie Mr. Nobody with Jared Leto, it spoke to me spirit because I was like, I relate with that character. It's hard for me to make a choice. So, you know, going back to just, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking in all this information on signals of myself and just think I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure of myself if what spirit am I yeah. I just go with the flow, and um, also that—that's—that's that's what makes me open-minded about my opinions on what spirit, what spiritual animal I think somebody is, because you know you just don't know, and you have who else have you asked to verify it? Two or three people, they all nod their head yes, and we can say okay, all overall objectively it's a yes, but right now it's subjectively a yes. <coughs> Um other people I ran into um Yeah we said bears, cats, um Yeah, I, I yeah I did start saying I'm a cusp of air and water. So that's what makes me sort of think um I might be a bird because I got an element of air in me. And being a cusp person is um is enlightening because It gives really to why I feel really just stuck in the middle because my place is the middle. My place is to understand both sides. That's that's what that's what my birthday reflects. Also, to have the knowledge to be analytical, my 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 life path is literally a seven. So it sounds really like cheesy and stereotypical, but It's it's honestly me. And I can honestly because even I would deny myself of these traits. Even I. Even before I even found out, I deny myself because I just didn't feel comfortable with choosing. But the you know what's also the thing that also gets underneath my skin is when people choose for me. (laughs) Ironically enough, right? It's like, come on, Jays, you're throwing up your hands, right? Gosh darn, man. (laughs) I know, guys, I know. So. ah, Alright, um. Well, what other. Um, I could say what else for spirit animals. Um. My. One of my ex bosses. He's a pig. It was all reflected on his mascot, the way he act, his body type, and, you know, just characteristics. There's some negative characteristics that people have that reflects what's an, a negative characteristic that us humans deem an animal. That, that's, that's reflected on that person. So, yeah, I I know a pig. And no, you don't have to be a cop to be a pig. You, you gotta re- reflect those characteristics and the person reflect the pig. Oh, uh, there's this co-worker. Uh, I didn't know what animal she was because I'm assuming some type of four legged deer antelope, Apache, patch of uh, what you call it, llama type of creatures. She's like, no, nah, I like this. I like that. And I vibe with, with monkeys. So I was like, OK, your spiritual animal is a monkey. My my cousin, my uh, first cousin. He's a monkey spirit, <clears throat> and the interesting thing about the monkeys is they're the closest to human far as in the animal kingdom you got so when you're when you're watching animal spirits far as the monkey you're you're really watching the man or something very close shadow and resemblance far as expression and emotions and and it amazes me the monkey spirit it it, it it humbles me when when I view the monkey spirit because if they could get it, why can't I get it? And it's also that the uses of animal spirit is to translate those primal instincts into human instincts, into to recognize recognize that that emotion. Um, what other animals? Um. You know why I also thought I was, like, some type of bird is because people also reflect on, oh, what stuffed animal did you cling to as a child? And mine was a penguin, and that's a bird, but it doesn't fly. So, yeah, that's that's the best, you know, that's, like, the best of both worlds right there. You could claim yourself a bird, actually, you know, of the air, but you don't fly, so, yeah, I... And that that sort of clicks with me, and it's also like when I was watching, you know, movies do affect me because there's two purposes to movies, and I believe the same way is for for other subjects. I will get into later, guys. Probably not even this episode, but I'll give y'all a hint on the future episodes. Is that um <clears throat> movie Fight Club? Tyler Durden, um, not Brad Pitt's Tyler Durden, Edward Norton's Tyler Durden is, um, he has this, uh, psychoactive dream. I don't think he was on drugs, but I'm saying psychoactive and some people believe that that's the inner self that he went into far as inside the ice cave and he saw a penguin and I was like, holy. Oh, crap. That's what it spoke to my inner childhood. You know, like what, what animal is, is protecting you as a child? If you picked your stuffed animal, like what animal is spiritually traveling with you and protecting you from evil spirits? It was, it was that penguin. So, um, that, that the penguin speaks volumes to me. And I might have to also look into the penguin just a little more. Um, um. Who else do we got? Um. You know, you you do got stags out there, <laughs> male deers, big antlers. These these people, they're king of the forest. Also, you you got king of the jungle. That I just said the the, the lion, but you also got you also got king of the forest, and that's that's the stag. I could also go to a bear. Now that I think about it, I was thinking of another animal that's out there that I ran into. And I was like, yeah, they're 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 a factor. At home. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna think of it. Just like the other idea that I swore I lost it to the the deep abyss of my mind, but I I managed to get it back just by a reflection of words just reflect to, to the surface, you know, real quick. <laughs> yeah, so a, a lot of animals out there, guys, and, you know, don't don't single out bugs, because some people, they're bumblebees, they're, they're hummingbirds, they, they're they busy as an ant, or they're living a the life as a grasshopper, you know, when, when folks say, oh, really, my dad, but also folks would, would be like, uh, James, you're so lax like a grasshopper. I was like, nah. You know, that nah, could be reflected, <clears throat> but it, all, it could also be all reflected on the base animal that I am, that could mimic other animals, and that's 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 real freaky, because that's like in the Pokemon world, you you're running into a Ditto, but it hasn't re- revealed itself to be a Ditto, and for every form that is per you know partaking in. You guess, oh, now that's that Pokemon, but I don't know that Pokemon for shape shifting, and then it transforms again, you know, something like that. All right, guys, I I think uh, that might be enough for for this episode of, of the Night's Order. Anything else that I'm thinking of? Obviously, you know, I I, I got my spirituality, um, not a spirituality book. A book of shadows slash grimoire. This is like my third or fourth black book. I call it a black book because um, you want to keep it secret. Things in this book is really meant for you because you're, you're writing it. It's, you know, maybe for other people that are like minded because they will say, do not show this to fools. And fool doesn't mean like a jokester. It doesn't mean in a black sense like, ah, oh, gosh, this, he's a fool. It means somebody who just doesn't know about this. And judging that they don't know about this, they'll make a foolish assumption about what what they're encountering. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. The reason why I only have one black book, but I said that I, this this is like my third or fourth is because when I was younger, my mom found my black books and she would throw them away because of course she didn't agree on what what I was writing and what was inside these black books. So um yeah this is um, probably the longest time I've had a black book. Um, the difference between a book of shadows and a grimoire that I could tell you off the top of my head and other people, of course, will um, will disagree on this. A book of shadows is your ex- expression and experience in dealing in your practice, a grimoire is the different things that you acquire on on the way of your spiritual journey and practices. So inside of a grimoire, you will have um your spells. You will have um maybe if you're a hereditary practicer, some family history in it. You will have overall information like a calendar to help you out, you know, as far as days, you know, a list of things, you know, you will jot down, okay, on the grocery list, inside of your grimoire, inside of your book of shadows, what you can do, that would be a very good way to get you started, even on the most basic level, is to write down all of your dreams, not write down all your dreams that you're going to have, no, write down all of the dreams that you remember right now, as much detail as you can That's the best way to start And for every new dream that you have You already will have Let's say you only remember three dreams of, of the course of your entire life Real pitiful Very unpractical But let's let's go with that person Sorry for first saying it's unpractical in your life The person that only had three dreams That they could remember <clears throat> your, your book will already be started on experiences that you have that is not in the physical plane, but in the ethereal plane. Very powerful. So other than dreams, if you already got past that part or you're already like, okay, done that. Next part for your book of shadows will be to write down what you're experiencing when you meditate. Start meditating. That's a great way to get started. Meditate on what you want. Clear your mind. You know, that's all I could tell you as far as getting started. There's other things to meditate on, of course. There's other applications to put in um, in meditation, of course. But for you to get started, at least for your Book of Shadows, meditate. Write down all the dreams that you do know. Write down all the dreams that you just had. And that would be for everything that you have ever done. That's, That's what makes it powerful about your Book of Shadows. Because it's in the shadow Now, how to get started on your grimoire Okay You don't come from a family Oh yeah that's that's a good point for me to bring up On uh, my spirituality You might not have come from a family Of uh, hereditary practices And uh, maybe Everything is not welcome for you So To get started on your grimoire Would be to look up on the internet Because getting books Costs money your local library isn't guaranteed to have, um, aha, I should go to my local library this spring. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Local library. If, if your library has uh, spirit, spirituality books that, you know, spirituality I'm talking about or the internet, look up, um, colors, numbers. This and that. And jot that everything that's colorful, that's nice, and everything nice. You know, like the Powerpuff Girls said. And I know I screwed that up. I grew up watching that show, right? So people are screaming sacrilegious. Um, Yeah. So you, you will write down all the little niches that you like. I like this goddesses, I like this entity. You write down the definition. Oh, I like this stone. I like this color. You write down information on the stone, on the color. You write down. Oh, I like this number. Be as, be as picky as you can, because when rubber hits the road, and you want to practice something, you're able to practice things that you actually like, you're actually able to practice things that you know. You really love the color green. Guess what? You found out that. Oh, this stone is color green and the color green is reflected on the heart chakra. Oh, now you're meditating with a purpose. You know, it it goes on and it goes on and it goes on and on it. That's where it gets started. And for anybody that wants to practice. It's the best way to get started. Honestly, even if you don't have any of the practical things that you think you need, like a, a wand. That's real cliche, right? You think, okay, I I don't have money to buy crystals and rocks. I know, that's kind of cliche, right? Oh, there's no store around me that sells cauldrons and pentagrams and chalices. You know, all the cups in my house are just cups. It's okay. The first object that I would suggest you would get is the Book of Shadows. So... Also, to cap it off, is we're in a transitioning age. Books are out the door. Boom. In the garbage. Not a lot of people are actually writing anymore. So this is probably what you're suggesting. You're like, James, I don't write. You lost me. I hate writing. So you got your notepads, like your Google Notes, your Samsung Notes, your, your, your Apple Notes. That's a great way right there and just you know title it BOS because you know how it's going to get you know if if your files are public you're like what is a BOS and you say bitch out shit <laughs> out 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 shit get out of my business right they don't have to know book of shouts. the next the next note in your in your online it Be called grimoires. They're like, what the heck is a grimoire? It's like, oh, it's this. It's a story I'm writing. What's all this instructions and lists? I want to build my story on substances, and these objects are going to be late, a reference in my book. You can say stuff like that because I remember growing up and not being able to practice, you know, things and have different ideologies. Even still now, because you're 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 subject it to your environment i get it guys i get it get it okay so um the cap off this conversation that i really do want to bring up is you know as far as my spirituality what what brings me this far and it clicks on and it clicks off for of me is i'm a hereditary practicer you don't have to be, be in your whole family, your lineage. Oh, my grandmother, and my mother, and my father, and I am. I know it, it feels you feel jealous of that person. I know it feels like that person got a leg up. But think deep down inside. What do your moms do? What do your pops do? And what clicked for me to get me to realize I'm a hereditary person is in the Christian faith my lineage has always been the spiritual leaders in Christianity. And it's like yeah, that's why every now and then when I hear these witches and practitioners talk I, I I feel like they're missing something. It feels like they're missing something. And it feels like you know something a little more than they do. It's like James, you know how to invoke spirits because you invoked The quote, unquote, most powerful spirit of all, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And it's like, wow, James, you already know how to invoke these these feelings. You already know about meditating. You already know about objects, because even in the church, that's what makes us so ironically nihilistic about the Christians and how they view other sects and other religions is Y'all are technically doing it. Y'all know how to do it. But y'all are labeling it as Christianity. And on top of that, y'all are still subjected to human emotions. So that's that's what's so powerful about this universe that we live in. And it could be dangerous when you're wearing the rose-stained glasses, or rose-colored glasses, somebody would say. Everything is just a certain color for you. <laughs> But there's a beauty in having those rose-colored glasses when you're analyzing. It's because you you could view things as evenly as possible. You're not trying to say, because this is red, this is this. And because that's green. No, you're able to view it all the same. You're able to transparently take that application and apply it to another one. And I'm like, I'm actually... A practitioner. I actually know what an altar is. I'm actually ahead of the game. I actually know how to word a prayer because the same spirits and entities that you would invoke, they will want that. They will want that certain structure. They will want that certain praise. And you already been saying it. So just fill in the blanks. And that's what blew my mind as if in one case, it really made me feel like, gosh, there's nothing new underneath the sun (laughs) and people having the Holy spirit is the quintessential to what we think is crazy. When people are casting a circle with a pentagram and in fire and this and that it's a quintessential. It's the same thing. Ironically, you get to that point where you're so in tune with the spirit world you could, you can, you can at ease express yourself in a bodily, in a bodily way in expressively orally people speaking in tongues. It's like, yo, you know how to speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues is useful overall in the spiritual world. If you walk into the wicked temple. And you can speak in tongues and you know how to invoke spirits. You know how to set up an altar already. You're already considered a high priest or a priest at least. Just granted, you don't know their book knowledge, right? (laughs) That's why I told you where is my weakness. It's all that real, real analytical, what am I thinking? And just memorize what I'm thinking type of knowledge, right? (laughs) So, so it's, it's humbling. It really is. It brought, it brings spirituality closer and it makes, it brings it down to a level that, that is understandable for me. That is the big breakthrough in spirituality, guys. That's why I feel so comfortable in saying, and in, in, in believing in what I believe because it's naive to think that Muslims are going to hell just because you're a Christian, or Jews are going to hell just because you're Christian. Hawaiians are going to hell just because you're Christian. Black abolitionist people in Australia that are under the oppression of racism. It's like on one side you can acknowledge racism and injustice and God having and God prevailing and God and God making a way and God punishing and God you know, salvation. Then, then why on the other sense? It's, you will damn all these people to hell. So <clears throat> when you when when you have that same frame of death and afterlife, when you could actually apply that same frame on other aspects of life and apply it, what you come to realize is that we all Must do something with our spirit because something is happening in the afterworld and even for the people that that don't believe in anything and there's a possibility that there is maybe a concept of a a forever rest a forever nothingness of existence there's nothing in the afterworld stop this you know maybe there is also a possibility of that guys and respectively so. Yeah. There there's there's uh there's there's two spectrums I see. Science and spirituality. If we could somehow get a mix and be able to use both, I think that's what's make that's that's the cool thing about humans. That's what makes us human. When we're trying to throw away different aspects of our psyche and of our human expression, you're, you're dehumanizing your fellow man. And I say that is wrong. That's against humanity. Against the natural order. All right, guys. I am out. I ran up my clock.